Hey there, my name is Shrirag and this is Project Passion, Dispatches from Under Quarantine. I love talking to passionate people. You can always hear it in their voices. The absolute bliss they experience talking about something they love. The idea for this podcast came from seeing these passionate people create during the conditions of lockdown. I've always been amazed at our ability to endure, our ability to be inventive under the harshest of obstacles. I thought these stories deserved to be heard, captured and propagated. Our guest today is one of these innovative creators. He had just found his true calling in life when pandemic struck, completely whacking him out of his usual creative process. So he decided to do what we do best. reinvent now you'll find that not only is he an excellent portraitist but also that he is an extremely humble person before we go ahead i encourage you to give this show a follow and if you or anyone you know has a story to tell please reach out to me by finding me on instagram now without any further delay here's ishan Okay, so hello, uh, Zishan Ashraf. Uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, um, I'm so happy that you said yes to uh, being a part of this, uh, and I have to tell you that uh, you are sort of a little bit of the inspiration behind this as well. Man, that's crazy. Uh, first of all, when you messaged me, of, of course, I would say yes. Dude, we we study in the same class together. I would do anything for you. Oh, that's <laughs> for so sure. <laughs> okay actually yeah let's let's start there then so maybe tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what your background is like um i am a hobbyist photographer um it's not my day job it's just something that i do um because it makes me happy and um, and i've managed to make it a bit of a side gig for me um my day job is is in uh communication i started my career in uh, education and development communication with a non-profit called teach for india mm-hmm. i'm i'm in marketing for a company here in dubai um but yeah my 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 passion remains to be in photography and just connecting with people through the camera um yeah that that's who i am that's that's why i'm at the core So uh, what inspired you to start taking photos in the first place? Um I think from a very young age man like honestly I've my dad has had has always had this film camera his his best friend um back then this, was uh, like a the story's was, already started very uh, started starting already very like bollywood you know honestly honestly he he, he my dad's best friend he had um like a he had like a huge camera collection he would have polaroid i would i would be really obsessed with with like the fact that they would be recording like daily life like they have a camcorder and they're recording things i would be i would be trying to like climb into their shoulders and see what they're recording so like i've always loved the idea of photographing and recording things um and i've managed to find a niche that i'm pretty good at or rather I'm proud of but i don't think i'm like amazing at uh which is in people photography and as especially music photography at gigs i'm usually there um uh, photographing a show photographing the artist and it's coming from a place of just pure love and passion for both capturing stories through 
the camera and also just a love for music and um, i can't play any music um but i'd like to still create um and do that with my camera yeah so uh, the earliest memory i actually have of you is of like people telling me about you and how like you have this amazing taste in music and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, when i rediscovered i mean uh, okay i guess uh, we should tell the audience that uh, we sort of lost touch with each other for what was it like 4 or 5 years yeah, in between yeah. there basically after after high school after high school where did you go you were in pune i was in bangalore i was in pune and you were and then you ended up in pune and then I ended up in pune yeah i i i studied in bangalore and then i worked in pune for a while um but yeah dude it was so nice to to run into you we ran into each other last year at cinema akhil yeah cinema akhil of all places uh, a quick mm-hmm. shout out to cinema akhil as well <laughs> yeah because you were a huge movie file like you were just you and arun were obsessed with with movies and and like it, it it was actually really nice to just see people back in high school like be really passionate about things that they that they like and they really enjoy and like i i remember you used to do this thing where you used to review a lot of movies i um i used to pay I attention to that i still do i still do yeah i still do i mean i like uh, so one of the one of the main reasons why i wanted to start this podcast as well is uh, i just uh, i love talking to people who are uh, passionate mm-hmm. about things um and right. uh, yes one of my passions is of course uh, movies and 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 reading i guess um mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah one of the other reasons was that uh, i i just noticed a lot of people were uh, using this time when uh, we're under quarantine to uh, yeah. either find new ways of creating or uh, just yeah. uh, you know ended up expressing themselves so much more because they're i guess mm-hmm. I don't know, isolated yep yeah so yeah. Uh, yeah. coming back to uh, photographs so uh, so you, you you sort of mentioned i think that you you enjoy uh, taking pictures of uh, people so i guess we can sort of call that portraits um mm-hmm. so is there any reason why you picked portraits in particular um so i i don't know why sirat but i don't i feel very shy when i use the word portraits and so that's why i say people photography as opposed to portraits because i feel like portraits are very a very serious subject and <laughs> i still believe that i have like, a long way to go like uh, what uh, velasquez <laughs> used to make for the king of spain <laughs> I mean no honestly like I I just think that portraits are is a very like hey I take portraits like oh okay then there's an expectation of this is what a portrait should look like which I don't want to stick to because then I might not meet that expectation um and so I just say that hey I photograph people um and I'm not being pretentious about it at all I'm just being very very um uh what's what's the word um I have imposter syndrome about it. I'm just very very shy from using that word because I think there's a long way to go for me to to say that yeah yeah I take portraits because uh, no. that that's a big deal. No, yeah, but the thing is I've seen I've seen your uh, pictures and like okay so the way that I I look at like portraits is um uh, they 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 always capture something in the person or like they capture mm-hmm. like a little bit of their personality in them and and I've seen that a mm-hmm. lot in your uh, photos. So yes. I leave I leave a link to your Instagram yeah. in the show notes so that people can check out because for whatever yeah. uh, for whatever reason podcast seem to be an audio medium but yeah let maybe maybe mm-hmm. somebody will fix that someday um <laughs> oh and i think that's i think that's just called yeah. uh, youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah um for sure um no i agree with you dude about what you said about portraits and capturing people in their essence and yeah i agree that is what i'm trying to do when i'm taking people's photos um sure 
Fair enough. I'll call them portraits now going forward. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, yeah. so, how did the idea for the online photo shoots uh, come to you? Um. Okay. So a bit, a bit of a context before this. I think I have been having a bit of a um, renaissance period, sort of, in my life as of last year. Just mm-hmm. uh, to like be really serious about taking photos. I, I got a really good camera. Um, I've been going to gigs. I've been I've been photographing people for 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 jobs, stuff like that, and and it's just been really really satisfying. So before this, everything used to happen over the phone. I used to just take, use my phone and just take pretty pictures for Instagram. That was it. Um, and so after a big slump of just feeling really low um, a year ago, I decided okay, let me just take the camera again, and I really enjoyed the process. So the all of last year was just really satisfying to just go around clicking uh, and obviously quarantine hit and I, I was just in in that kind of um street in the zone. Of, yeah yeah in that zone of going around clicking and then meeting people and taking photos that it felt very weird to stop suddenly um suddenly like i, I felt very restless like no I, need, I still need to do this um and it was really interesting there's this um this photographer who he's he's a fashion photographer his name is uh, Alessio Albi if, if mm-hmm. i'm pronouncing it right he's a fashion photographer like a proper fashion photographer and he posted um a shoot uh, that he did over facetime and he uh, basically he was he was meant to do this shoot with a model uh, but because of the quarantine they couldn't meet and so they did it over facetime and i thought that was just so easy to do i just i just saw it and i was just floored like oh my god i did not think of this before this is amazing it's so possible um and that's really where it started like i really love his work and his his fashion shoots are fantastic i don't know if i can do fashion shoots so much because i don't know if that if that's my my thing but i do like to take lifestyle photos of of, of people and then mm-hmm. i've started but I've been photographing uh, musicians and other artists, uh, people that, that I know and people that have come to meet through this project. Um, and yeah, so that that's what I've been doing. Um, it's it's just very satisfying to just do this. It's it's such a um, trial and error process. It really is an exercise in problem solving uh, and composition. And you're not just doing it with, with yourself. You're doing it with the other person. And I've really managed to to figure it, figure out how to really get about doing this. So maybe just take us through one of your uh, shoots. Uh, so like, how do you, I don't know, get the person to relax or, or, or do you just like right. uh, switch on the camera and be like, okay, pose. Right, right. Uh, no, I, I, I hate just asking someone to immediately pose because that makes me um, uh, get flustered. I, I kind of like... It makes um, you get flustered. Yeah, I I am a very introverted chat person. I love talking to people. I love spending time with people, but but I remain at my core a very introverted person. So I need a lot of um, <laughs> prep time mentally. Um, but yeah, usually okay. if I so, see, if usually I, you know, like uh, when we when we think of like photographers, you just see this like massive lens and just like poking into your nose. So this is uh, this is very like surprising to hear. I have to say. I think I think no. When I'm in the zone, when I'm in the zone, I feel very confident and I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no. For me to um, to be there, I I am very introverted, so I I need to be comfortable with the person. I, I and um, the same way, I have to make sure that they're comfortable with me because it's not gonna work. Uh, but since you asked, how do how do I go about it? 
Um, so I usually choose a subject. Um, I choose a person that that I've seen on Instagram, or maybe that a friend, it's a friend of a friend, or someone that I know. Um, that I already have an idea of what I want to do with them, what what kind of shots I want to take with them, and it's just a, a, a very rough idea. I, I might not even go ahead with it, but I kind of message them and say, "Hey, you want to try something?" And uh, we brainstorm together. I tell them my idea. Sometimes I send them reference pictures. Um, the reference pictures are really good because most people, especially the people that I'm photographing, they're not really models. They're just mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're they're just people. They're just people. Um, and so they might not um, know what to do. I mean, they might have an idea, but um, the reference pictures really help them kind of choose, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I'm comfortable doing. This is what I want to try. And this is what I'm not going to do. Or this is what I would look weird in. Because you know yourself the best. And you, you know your angles. At least you should know. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, so that that's where we start. And... Um, and so what what happens if uh, somebody doesn't know their angles because i'm not sure i really know what my angles i mean are. i mean i would also know whether um sorry i mean i would also know what works and what doesn't and and if i've chosen a subject as probably a certain interesting um aspect about them that i want to capture so so i mean you kind of just know it's a very intuitive thing, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just very, very intuitive for, for me and the other person, especially when you see the reference pictures, you kind of like, okay, put yourself in those shoes. You've kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the next step? The next step is obviously because we're doing this over a video call. Uh, we're in Dubai right now. Everything's blocked here in Dubai except um, Zoom and um and so we kind of get we get on a call on Zoom, and uh, we um, we kind of look around the space. Uh, so I usually do a prep. I don't do the shoot immediately. Either will uh, will will um, do a prep on a call itself, like an initial practice call, mm-hmm. to just look at the um, environment, look at spaces, and say, okay, this is where you could do this. Okay, this is a, a this is a great place, something like that. Um, or we'll just if, if both of us are just really busy. I'll ask them to send me photos and videos of their environment and I'll tell them, okay, this is a good place. Okay, that's a good place. Then I'll send them more reference pictures based on that location um, because then you just have a better idea. And um, and obviously the reference pictures are just that. They're just references. We're not really going to go ahead with that exact idea. But mm-hmm. it's, it, we start building off on it and then we, we try different things. Um, this has been a really good exercise for me because I have never really shot people um like i've not never done shoots with people i shoot i shoot people at events at mm-hmm. music festivals at concerts um and and their people are usually very extravagant and they're very they're dressed dressed up already they kind of know what they're doing mm-hmm. um and so here when you're at a shoot you have to come prepared yourself and kind of like know what kind of poses you want your model um, so it's been a great learning experience for me. I've been doing a lot of this how to um, direct people, um, how to direct men. Uh, you need to direct guys in a certain different way than how to direct girls. Um, so, so, so yeah, that's yeah. 
Yeah, so um, so you, you you mentioned that you take pictures uh, of uh, people at the uh, music festivals as well, or like uh, concerts, mm-hmm. like as well. Like so, yeah, yeah. do you do you see that you have to do a little bit of uh, direction there as well, or are they mostly just candidates? Um, I kind so if uh, the last the last big one that I did was at Soul DXB. Mm-hmm. Um, so DXB, you usually dressed up and you're really super fancy. <laughs> it, it it's like um Diwali for hype beasts. So Diwali for what? Sorry, for hype beasts. Okay, what's <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, so like um, I feel I feel lost. <laughs> like pe- people who are really into uh, sneaker sneaker culture a lot. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So they're like they're really really um in their street fair and all. So then they you kind of know what they're doing and and you can ask them to pose and they'll be up for doing it. So that, that that's um, that's actually an interesting point that you've made. So when you just like go up to them and then just like ask them to uh you know just uh, pose, mm-hmm. what is their usual first reaction? Or do you do you have you ever faced a situation where they say no? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I start like um um. Uh, a seventy percent rejection rate. <laughs> I would get to take uh, photos of three out of ten people that I ask, um, but you kind of know. I mean, uh, I, that would happen usually if I'm at at, at smaller events um, where maybe people might not be super ready and comfortable. But mm-hmm. like at a large festival like a Soul DXB, there you have like people who know that there are going to be cameras who know that you're going to be photographed um and i'm also not approaching everybody i'm approaching somebody who i find to be incredibly interesting who's put on an effort um and so they also would would love to be photographed and so this time at soul dxp i don't think um a single person that i approached said uh no um because they were uncomfortable or anything no they just all of them were just like yeah for sure so the so, question is: Have you just gotten better at uh, picking people, or uh, has your approach uh, become the best? I think I think both of them for sure. Like I I definitely know who I'm who I'm looking for, and I'm always ready to be surprised, and I always find um, people that that really surprise me as well. Um, but yes, also my approach has definitely become much better. I mean, I, I still try to be as authentic as genuine as I as I can be because if I've chosen a person. It's because I find them interesting. So let me just go ahead and tell them that I think they're interesting, because that makes it easier. Hey, I think you're really interesting. Hey, this is why I think you're really interesting. Just being honest with them, and then and then ask them, hey, um, would you mind being photographed? If not, that's totally cool. I usually say, if not, that's totally cool before they answer me. They get a I chance to actually say that it's not cool. <laughs> Yeah, I want them to know that it's okay to to say no because a lot of people initially were just very, uh, um, not really. And I'm guessing when you when when they're when they're in that situation and they want to say no, they're not super comfortable in the picture, and it doesn't turn out that well either. Yeah, it's, it's just that you it's, it's it's just that whole deal. Like they need to be comfortable over here. So I'm telling them straight up, like, listen, don't worry about rejecting me. Because also people have that fear of rejecting people as well. Like they don't want to reject people because people get uncomfortable and people don't like uncomfortable situations. So I just tell them, hey, if you want to reject me and say, no, that's fine. That's okay. And and people do say that as well. People just like, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm not ready right now. I'd love to be photographed, but I'm not ready right now. Thank you. That's it. And and then you, both of you move on. 
Okay, so going back to the, uh, I think I don't know what are you calling them? Uh, FaceTime photo shoots, Zoom photo shoots. FaceTime. I mean, it's, it's it's really funny that I call them FaceTime photo shoots because FaceTime is blocked in Dubai, but that's what everybody everybody seems to be calling them, and so I'm gonna stick with that terminology. Um, but yeah, yeah, FaceTime photo shoots, or um, I've seen people say virtual photo shoots. I say that as well. Um, yeah that's I, i don't know if we have like an official name for it but i'm going to go with facetime photo shoot because that's what everybody calls it i think that's that's one of the first things that actually picked up like you know caught my attention because uh facetime like you said is blocked here so i was thinking how in the world is this guy doing a facetime <laughs> photo shoot in the first yeah, place yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. so uh, while you're doing fun. those uh, facetime photo shoots uh, have you faced mm-hmm. any sort of challenges or um you know just um you know any problems yeah i mean um aside from the technical i get i'll get to the technical challenges i think the first one is being prepared um i think initially when this when this trend started when i started to post and and there were there were just a few people doing this uh you would have probably seen like around um 100 um to 500 people using that hashtag Um, and it's kind of blown up right now. I think that I think right now the counts a bit a bit over five thousand people using that hashtag. Um, and so if you really go through those photos, you kind of see a very generic trend. It's um, it, there's a lot of copycat looks. There's a lot of copycat editing, which uh, which kind of yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Really, not saying it's a bad thing. But I feel like um, because you're so limited. um you might just resort to just doing some very comfortable poses um and so i think the challenge has been trying to um be unique and try to do something interesting with the person and not just um doing something that's just oh my god that's amazing give me all those likes you know um, yeah i think so, i think in our, in our generation especially it's extremely difficult to um to get out of that mindset of just chasing the likes Yeah actually you know what exactly what i said would have just been applied to photography in general cuz cuz that's that's how photography right now has been kind of dictated been dictated by social media and so if you want to start doing this i'd suggest i i i would suggest um looking at inspiration outside of of social media so i do that by looking at um fashion shoots and editorials there's also this woman who has an amazing youtube channel her name is jessica kobaisi um she is arab american and she is my favorite my favorite um fashion photographer so she does an amazing job at at just teaching you at and showing you kind of like the tips and tricks on on getting some really interesting poses and stuff so that's that's one um from a technical standpoint i think um the the biggest challenge is really just dealing with a really um kind of a really crappy lighting situation <laughs> um you're not really there right so again uh, like how i said earlier about it being a problem solving exercise is just you and that model kind of going and looking at the space and deciding okay what works what doesn't and so we spend a lot of time initially just trying to see what what really works um and so that is that is one but it, i really enjoy like i don't i don't think of think of it as like a 
as a challenge that limits me i really enjoy this process of figuring it out so you have to really be ready for for trying different things in that what other challenges um really honestly i don't think anything has been a super major challenge i think yeah just a few times we've had some connectivity issues usually we want we wanted to try try some stuff outside and um and some of the people have had issues stepping outside and and um and losing wifi connectivity when they go to their backyard for example but that's mm-hmm. it there's never a major challenge so are you always forced to use natural lighting i think honestly because this this process um is very limiting you have to make do with what you have and all of us are trapped at home right now no one has access to studio lighting right so mm-hmm. you you should make do with what you have so we kind of just do it to stuff outside or do things by a window wait for golden hour stuff like that do you have a do you have like an app that tracks the golden hour on your phone Yeah, it's actually called Golden Hour. Of course, um, it is. <laughs> it's actually called Golden Hour. But yeah, the logic is just one hour before sunset, so I don't really use it all the time. We just we're just talking and like, wait, what time sun sunset? Seven. Okay, let's do this at at six, some maybe five thirty. That's it. Um, or, or if we're going for a different kind of shoot that requires a bit more of a sunny look, we'll do something in the morning. Um. but you know what i think you should try also you should also try doing stuff outside of sunlight there was this friend of mine uh we did a shoot in the morning and then she was still wearing her outfit to the evening so at night she sent me some amazing self portraits of herself uh by placing a lamp in front of her and i'm just like yeah i should have thought about it as well we could have done stuff like that so so yeah that's that's not a limitation it's just how you figure it out So you mentioned uh, some of your heroes um, is there uh, anybody else that you want to mention as uh, you know inspiration um, um right now Jessica Kobayashi is a major one there's this couple on YouTube as well um they go by the name Mango Street they're fantastic they're really really cool um honestly they are they are like the the number one um um photographers that i really look up to and i really like what they do i do think that um their style is very um uh what's the right what's the word for it it can be copied a lot and you there's already a trend of people kind of like really copy copying their style um and so i don't want to really go in that direction but i do feel like they're one of the people who started that style of very very beautiful and aesthetic um people photography who else this person that i mentioned earlier um alessio albi he mm-hmm. is um really really cool he has been someone that that's inspired me to start doing this there's another person as well on instagram he goes by the name of vasan photography i don't know who he is um, i've never met him um but i do see some of my mutuals who follow him um but i absolutely love his his work he he really kills it like he's been doing this as well Facebook photo shoot, and he has been um, just completely blown out of the water. Fantastic! That's great. Uh, so, I think the last question that I have uh, for you is: mm-hmm. if you could tell people one thing to keep them going through social distancing, what would it be? Uh, honestly, I I don't want to be a preachy person and like give people <laughs> advice. 
because I'm finding it uh, very difficult to follow the my own advice. Um, so, so I don't want to be that person. Um, um, anxious and insecure. I'm really enjoying being creative. Uh, the other, the other day-to-day parts of my life, very, very right now, um, not in a good place. Um, and so this has been an escape for me. So I would say that if if um, if if you would like to kind of um, escape, and if you'd like to to be creative and if there's something that that's telling that, Hey, I could really try this. Um, just go ahead and do it. Honestly, there's this, there is no, um, value anymore. The internet is so like makes, makes everything so accessible. Um, and I've just been kind of winging it and it's just been working for me. So just go ahead and try Don't, don't hesitate. So that was Ishan. I think my biggest takeaway from our conversation was just how much prep work actually goes into a photo shoot. And especially if it's an online one, all the different elements that you have to think about, like the golden hour and all of these things. Of course, I always knew at some level that uh, these things are not easy, but when you see a photograph or when you see a portrait, it looks so deceptively simple. You know, it, it feels like it is something that you can do yourself. But when somebody actually lays down the process for you, it just becomes so much more infinitely complicated. And that's what I love most about passion people. They always find this way of making the most infinitely complicated thing sound super simple and super enjoyable from when they say it. And I think the biggest lesson that we can learn from from that conversation is that if we love the work, the result will always be amazing. Now, before I go away, if you or anyone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, please let me know by reaching out to my Instagram. It's just my full name. The link is in the show notes. To close out the show, I thought we could do something different. Nowadays, you'll see a lot of stories all across social media about how people are spending their time productively and making sure they're not going crazy by starting, you know, projects. However, it's important to understand that not everyone can be this way. Some of us take time to get used to this completely bonkers situation. So I thought we could hear from someone who quite slowly grew into the quarantine and slowly found their sanity. See you next time. Hi guys, this is Mara and I've been home since 43 days now. If you don't know me, I'm never home during regular days. I mean, I'm literally always out. (laughs) So at first, um, and although I was with the lockdown decision from the very beginning, I was somehow annoyed and I felt like the world was coming to an end. But a few days later, I figured that there's a lot that can be done, but I just didn't know where to start. So I watched TV, colored random books that I found at home, slept a lot ate even more, (laughs) baked cookies and cakes like there's no tomorrow, but then what? I was still home and I'm still home. The only difference I think with time um, is that I got less annoyed, uh, maybe because I accepted the fact that the situation might take some time to be over, so I just had 
to live with it and I'm living with it until now so uh, with the lockdown I started having very long and deep discussions with some of my friends over zoom we even came up with uh, fun game ideas and all the all those conversations made me think of topics and ideas that I've never thought of I started spending so much time with myself and I actually learned a lot about my own self basically the more time that I spent um, thinking the faster time flew by uh, I don't know how but now I barely have time for anything I actually want more time in a day to finish whatever I'm planning to do um, very ironic I know <laughs> uh, honestly I'm I'm really happy that I'm experiencing this situation uh, because it made me discover my inner self and I actually feel happier and at peace um, I also feel privileged I mean I have something really cool to pass on to my kids and <laughs> the future um, I just hope the situation ends soon only for everyone to be safe and to gather with their loved ones um, very soon hopefully um, as an advice to everyone listening to this I tell you to hang in there it's just a phase and it shall pass soon hopefully um, stay safe and God bless